back to another episode of Jake's Review Corner of the podcast where amateur fans voice their opinions on movies, TV, and anything pop culture from blockbuster hits to trashy cult classics. I'm Jacob Daniel and I don't know what the fuck I'm doing with these podcast episodes anymore. <laughs> I literally write down every time I'm like, okay, cool intro to a casual corner episode and I've never written down exactly how I should describe casual corners. But to make it very simple, casual corners are less constructed episodes of Review Corners where we jump around topics. I don't know. I just talk about how sad my life is. But Chase is back in town. <laughs> Chase Chase being here is actually really funny because I did a send-off episode for him months ago. And I was I was like, dude, I don't know how I'm gonna do this podcast without Chase. And like lower <laughs> I literally I literally couldn't do it without there Chase. Was no more there was a couple. There there was one. One. I've I couple. no, I did Barbarian with Stu, and Stu's been on the podcast a couple of times, and he's a really great friend of mine. But like all my friends have like the same problems where they have lives and they're busy and they can't really commit to doing podcasts like Chase would, because Chase understands that we're going no nope. <laughs> that we're going nowhere in life and this could be our life so i need him to commit a little harder now chase aren't don't you agree with me on that end nine months in missouri where yeah no but uh, i mean talk about that where have you been chase in case anyone uh if this is their first time tuning in or maybe they didn't listen to that one casual corner episode because it had a thousand yeah, titles and it's... it did have a thousand titles uh, i've been in branson missouri the great the great big city it's like a Pigeon Forge, Tennessee, for all you Georgia people out there. I've heard it's like that. Vegas, but for old people. It's well, if you ever been to like Gatlinburg, Pigeon Forge, it's like that, but on hills. That's really it. The Ozarks. <laughs> it's like instead of the Smoky Mountains, it's like the Ozarks, which are like big hills made of granite. Pretty and, much. and what were you doing there? I was I was uh, performing. Worked at a theme park. I did some shows. Did like seven shows there. I think it's a fun time. Little little gig. I can't believe you got snubbed, man. No Oscar no nomination. No Oscar, no Tony, no Emmys. <laughs> no, no Golden Globe nominations. You commercial with us. So oh, you the- did? Are you going to be in the commercial? Oh, it's online. Can you it's say, can, can you talk about these things, Chase? No one's going to listen to it. I, I th- said Chase, stop. You are so important to this theme park. You played one-off, you know, crazy yeah. guy. And like a Jim Bob Teague. J- stop. That's not, <laughs> is that the real name is Jim Bob Teague? So... Uh, sorry, Matt Marbury, if you're listening to this from Oddities Entertainment. Um, I we had to create. He was our director, this mm-hmm. dude, and he was like, he came with no script or mm-hmm. anything for the show. Me and my duo partner did like the first thing we did of the season, and he was like, come up with a name, and like gave us a sheet to come up with our own characters and script and everything. And I was like, what the fuck is this? We have five days to do this, and I said, ah, oh, Jim Bob Teague. And that's what I had to be called for five months there. Dude, you should have gone with at least something a little funnier. That like, was it, and they loved it. I like, said something else. Like they didn't like your second. Up. They didn't like your second alternative name, Sweaty Ball Teague. Sweaty Ball Man. <laughs> also, uh, in the recording studio today is Assistant Allison. Allison uh, provides some of the most important jobs with our team, which is just sitting in. 
not really talking. She talking brings donuts. she brings coffee sometimes. Allison, come on, speak up a little bit. Um, yeah, I'm just the laugh track, the live studio audience. Allison really hopes that this podcast will take off one day yes. that she can just stop working. Yes. She's true. she's hoping for a David Dobrik, uh, Natalie <laughs> type relationship. <laughs> Except um, she'll make sure I'm not a terrible person. I was going to say, without the controversy, it would be nice. I don't know. Can you really get famous without a little YouTube controversy nowadays? Fair enough. I feel like even if you're, like, the nicest person on the internet, like, if Ryan Reynolds was a YouTuber, someone would come up with some controversy. He's probably got some dirt on him somewhere. You take that yeah. back. I'm just kidding. No, he has to. <laughs> but he's such a, like a, he's such a good guy. Can you take that back? Okay, Ryan Reynolds is a godsend, and I will not talk badly about him on this casual corner. I love him. I don't know. I don't know his life though. I don't know his personal. I know. Life. I can't say he's a great guy. Between between the Ryans, I mean, I'd say number one. I say Gosling is number two. Probably the best Ryan I know. Look, I'm gonna say this. Super Ryan Reynolds number three. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm just saying, anyone could be in the Drive movie, but Gosling couldn't do Deadpool. I don't think Ryan Reynolds. Could no, be, I take no. Dri- I don't think. I, I, I don't think. I don't think Ryan Reynolds could be Driver yet, which is a great segue into our next topic on today's Casual Corner. Um, <laughs> I love that one. <laughs> it's actually not a segue. <laughs> Oh my gosh! See, this is this is what I mean with casual corners, man. It's so laid back that like sometimes I have a hard time. I'm like, oh, how do I get in the segue for today? So I'm just gonna say it, man. Have you seen the new Puss in Boots movie yet? I haven't seen it yet. Are you kidding me? I said I was gonna go see it, dude. You had one job for this podcast, and it was it was literally to see Puss in Boots: The Last Wish. Allison, I'm looking at you. I know you didn't see it, which no. I'm really surprised about because I feel like a movie about a cat with a sword is like up <laughs> your. I just feel like that's up your alley. You're like looking at movies and you're like, oh man, do I want to go see the one about the killer doll or oh my god, a, a fluffy cat with definitely. But I'm not going to see movies in theaters ever. Why not? Because I'm not going alone. I'll look like a loser. Okay, you're really like shitting on me and Chase right I'd now. I'd love to go to the movies alone. <laughs> oh, sorry. But I haven't, I haven't been since I've dated Anna, though, because she said that I'll look like a loser if I do that. Okay. So I don't oh, go. yeah, there you go. Okay, well, I'm getting shitted on over here because I go and see <laughs> movies alone all the time. Actually, shout out to Stu. Stu has been my movie date partner for a minute now. Stu was actually the one who was like up my ass about seeing the new Puss in Boots movie. I've heard great no, dude, and like not just like now. I mean, for like months, he has been up my butt. He's like, "Oh, dude, did you see that they're coming out with a Puss in Boots sequel?" And I was like, "Oh, well, the first one was just kind of okay." And he goes, "No, we have to go see it. Like, it looks amazing." And I was like, "Okay, dude, I did not watch a single trailer for this movie before I went into it." And I was actually surprised. And by surprised, I mean Puss in Boots, The Last Wish, might be one of the best movie sequels of all time. Rival, <laughs> literally with Empire Strikes Back and The Godfather Part Two. I'm not making this up. I, I stand on this belief. Uh, my buddy Brandon, who runs the Martini Shot page on Instagram, he said, like, the same thing. Well, he said, like, it's going on, like, his top ten uh, movie list. Yeah. It dethroned uh, The Northman. That's fair. I think I think the it was his was I think it was his top ten for uh, 2022. I don't know. I'm sure he'll correct me, but I don't even know if he listens to that. Does anybody listen to this? Come on. I got to have fans somewhere out there. Woo. Bolivia, maybe. Bolivia. 
Belgium. So anyway, uh, Puss in Boots, The Last Wish is really fun because it's, first off, I mean, it's one of those movies where I feel like the plot wasn't anything I was expecting. It's about Puss and I guess he's died eight times, which is like weird to think about. Like, could you imagine if like in Shrek 2 or Shrek 3, like he fucking dies and he gets up and he goes, it's okay. I got like five more lives. What are the logistics of that? Well, they show you every time he died in the movie. Like at one point he like went to like squat something and it just killed him. Cause he like lifted too heavy. Uh, he got caught on fire. My favorite one is that he was drunk on top of a building and he like stepped over the side and it shows you just, it shows him falling off the building. <laughs> Gave me some ideas. Oh. I was like, wow, man, if I'm going to go out, I'm going to go out like Puss in Boots on the number four. So he runs out of all his lives and basically um, like this big bad wolf is like chasing after him. And then he finds out there's a wishing star. And if he gets to that star, he can make a wish to get his lives back. And then like the biggest moment for me, like my drop the jaw, like, are you kidding me moment was uh, I didn't know John Mulaney was one of the main bad guys in the movie. <laughs> oh, God, I don't know who he plays. He plays this guy, like, Big John. I don't know if you know the nursery rhyme about the John who, like, sticks his thumb in a pie. Yes. And so, yes. So he plays that guy, like, grown up. And literally the funniest thing is, like, at one moment he, like, meets Jimmy Cricket. And Jimmy Cricket's like, so what? Like, what's going on? How is your childhood this bad? And he goes, oh, you know, I had a tragic childhood like everyone else. Like, my parents were rich and I was born into a very successful pie company where I've always gotten what I wanted. I have a successful crime industry. Like, blah, 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 blah. And he goes, yeah, so, you know, just sad. <laughs> it's like, Allison, what do you have to think about this Puss in Boots quick quick review and quick commentary do you wish you had seen the movie um i think i might go see it now after that do you know well dude you can apparently already buy it on like that this is like one thing i'm starting to like hate about movie theaters and it's not really it's not movie theaters it's actually like the the distributors is like when they put a movie on streaming while it's in theaters like no one's gonna go see a movie in theaters then or you can like pre-buy it so to pre-buy puss in boots it would have only cost me like Twenty five thirty dollars, and you're kind of thinking to yourself, "Oh, well, that's still twenty five thirty dollars." Yeah, but when you go to the movie theater and you buy a ticket and you buy popcorn and you buy a drink, it comes out to be like twenty five thirty dollars. Yeah. You're in the movie theater. I know, yeah. but that's the difference, man. And I mean, every time I'm still going to choose the movie theater. Like I'm kicking myself in the ass that I didn't get to see the Fablemans in the movie theater. I know, I still haven't seen that either, and I've. Well, yeah, dude, because I couldn't, I couldn't see it because as soon as it came out, like they had a bunch of showtimes, and then Avatar two came out, and <laughs> it took all the yeah. showtimes. I, uh, I still need to see the Fablemans, the Whale. Uh, need to see a lot. It's been, it's been a dry, dry movie month. Because it's of Missouri, months. because Missouri, of Mi- moving from Missouri back to Georgia is really why. Just because driving twelve hours, no mm-hmm. fun. And Allison's already stated that she refuses. She would rather die than go to the movie theater alone. Yeah, and I mean, if I can watch it from my couch, why am I going to leave my apartment to go spend money? Look, man, not everyone in here can be on some hot girl shit. Okay, Allison, <laughs> I don't, I don't know what to tell you. Okay, I'm sorry, I see movies alone. I'll go with you, Jacob. Thank you. Okay, getting back to Puss in Boots, but here, so this is just something I want to say, and you have to be dead honest. Do you guys even remember the first Puss in Boots? Because I, I don't. I remember going to see it, that's it. I don't remember anything about it. No, dude, because, and I didn't rewatch the first one to go see this movie or anything. The art style is completely different. I'll say this, they've made, 
like they've toned down how realistic like the humans look and like the animals don't have like super in a like morphic i don't know the word you know what i'm thinking basically they don't have like the bodies of like the like the actual animals anymore they're a little bit more cartoonish and apparently that was their go-to idea was to kind of tone down the art style a little bit and make it look a little bit more like nursery rhyme paintings and stuff which is good because when i was looking at like promotional pieces for the first puss in boots movies kitty uh small paws or whatever her name is she has a bust that cat kind of like filled out a little bit i didn't i didn't really like that man I don't know. Uh, wasn't Humpty Dumpty was like the main villain of the first movie too, and like not to be that guy, but like Humpty Dumpty versus like a big bad wolf with like twin knives who's yeah, trying to like literally murder Puss in Boots. I mean, an egg. <laughs> <laughs> not just an egg, an egg played by Zach Galifianakis. Yeah, like who do you think's gonna win? I don't know, dude. Is it Antonio Banderas? Yeah, he's yeah, still. He's but no, dude, but even even after that movie, it's weird because, you know, you watch that movie and you look at Puss uh, the whole time and you're like, okay, yeah, this is what Puss looks like. And then I went and I pulled up an image of Puss from Shrek 2 and it is like hideous. It is like you kind of like forget how like, yeah, like look it up right now. Like, I, I need to. No, you should because it's going to make you go, whoa, did he always look like this? Was he always so realistic? Yeah, Sean, uh, Chase's eyes just got really big. <laughs> yeah, it's called The Last Wish. Like, look how different the art style is. Not like, oh, it looks like a cartoon. It looks yeah, like it's a, it's like toned down enough. It's it's more Disney. They Disney fight. Whiskers it. instead of a mustache. Oh god, dude, that mustache is a little horrifying now. It is weird to look at. It's like one of those things where it's like I've never picked up on it, and like it's it's also weird. Because I feel like Puss, like, don't get me wrong, like, Puss is a great character, but it's it's weird to have a movie where it's all about him and, like, very little about Shrek. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's no donkey movie. No, there is no donkey no, movie. I saw something about that. Like, we're getting, where's donkey's movie? Well, I'll, so at the end of Puss in Boots, spoilers, if you're listening to a podcast where, like, in the title it says Puss in Boots a little bit. But spoilers, like, at the end of the movie, it, like, implies they're going to go see Shrek and everything. So I'm sure they're setting up, like, more Shrek and stuff movies. But, like, can anything ever top Shrek 2? No, dude. Shrek 2. The first two Shreks are fire. I've heard... I've heard a, four are good, too, though. I've heard a lot of people shit on number three. I like which, Shrek I, 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 I don't really think three was that bad of a movie. I no. know. But, I mean, comparatively, three is probably the worst, if we're being honest. I think number four is... Don't get, okay, I mean... You can't you you can't put number four even close to Shrek two. Like in my opinion, it's Shrek, Shrek two, Shrek, Shrek Forever After, or the final chapter, depending on what like end title you wanted for that stupid movie. And then you have Shrek three, which is about Shrek. Um, he doesn't want to be king, and then he's like, oh well, I gotta go find a. I think it was Arthur. Yeah. Not the not the fun Aardvark with glasses that we all grew up on learning. <laughs> valuable life lessons uh no he like prince arthur who in this movie is like a fucking dork who everyone picks on and makes fun of and allison's relating a little too hard to prince oh, okay. arthur <laughs> all right you go to movie theaters alone but okay oh is that how <laughs> <laughs> allison's like who allison's like who has a podcast right now <laughs> no but i mean come on shrek 2 i think holy grail of dreamworks movies how can you ever get past holding out for a hero 
Uh, yeah. No, that's a good point. I think I, Shrek 2 is the best. Of Shrek 2 is one of the best. I, I love Shrek 1. I wasn't allowed to watch it as a kid. I don't know why. I think it was one of those <gasps> things. Dude. My mom was annoyed by Shrek, so. Okay, so you know how the first Shrek movie also has, like, a bunch of adult jokes? Yeah. I would say Puss in Boots brings back the adult jokes. As it should. Dude, they also, like, definitely say, like, they say curse words, but they, like, they cut them out, you know? Yeah. So, like, there are moments where they're supposed to be saying, like, oh, F you, and they, like, they just bleep it out. Like, there's a moment where there's a, I can't remember the dog's name. I'm pretty sure it's Spanish for dog, but he literally, he's like, oh, you want a guy, you guys know what you are? Well, you're a bunch of beep, 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 beep on a beep, 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 like shit like that. And I was like, wow, man, if I was a kid, I wouldn't understand this scene at all. It's like the Spongebob episode when they're reading the cuss words in the back of the dumpster. Oh my god, it's like the first donkey movie where he's like, you're pulling my tail. Oh no, you're pulling my other tail. And like as a kid, you're like, oh, like his leg. His leg, <laughs> yeah, or his hair. Oh. And then you get older and you're like, oh. It's funny watching movies like that. Or like even watching like Spongebob or any like old Nick cartoon and you're like, ah, oh, now I get what my parents were weird about me watching it. Because, I, I don't know. <laughs> All right, uh, Allison, ready? I'm pulling you back in. Okay. Do you like DreamWorks movies or um, Disney movies better? That's a hard question. It's, so, nay, so, going off the top of my head. I'm just going to name a couple DreamWorks movies, and I want you to, like, name a movie that you could, like, say was better from Disney. Oh, gosh. So, ready? Kung, Kung Fu Panda, How to Train Your Dragon, Kung Fu Panda 2. That's what I mean. They have, like, Ka- How to Train Your Dragon 2. Oh, I can't even watch that movie. No, it's going to get better. Ready? Kung Fu, <laughs> Kung Fu Panda 3. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay, just let me cook. How to Train Your Dragon 3. <laughs> and then this is probably your favorite movie. Trolls. Oh my gosh. Allison is a third grade teacher and I can only imagine how many times a day a kid is like, oh, you know what my favorite movie is? Trolls. What if some kid was like, my favorite movie is uh, Ralph Baskin. <laughs> <laughs> um, then I would have to send that child to therapy (laughs) i'd be like it's okay it's okay yeah but like what would you rather watch would you rather watch kung fu panta or encanto i don't know i've only seen encanto i think like once exactly but you've seen kung fu panda at least 30 also came out when i was a kid watching i'm sorry okay i'm i i think dream you know how like when you're a kid and your parents are like all right we're gonna take you to disney world but then you get a little older and you're like nah Take me to Universal. Okay, I want to go Universal. to I want to go to Islands of Adventure. That's how I feel about DreamWorks animated movies. Like, they're they're exactly just like Disney, but a little edgier. They they don't really yeah. care as much about like spreading a message. It's like we're gonna have a fun freaking time. They're like, mm, you like comedy? I got Jack Black as a panda for you. <laughs> you like emotion? Okay, well I got How to Train Your Dragon two and three. I haven't seen it. Yeah. You haven't seen the emotional end to How I, I Train Your Dragon? I haven't. No. My little brother watched it, and he was like, he's like, that thing messed me up. I've no, never watched it. I'm really, I'm really surprised, dude. I haven't. I haven't watched it. I, 
I don't know. Okay, maybe it's hard. It's hard to compare DreamWorks movies, the Disney movies. But I, I mean, I need a good tag. I need something to change conversation a little bit. Oh yeah. But it, I mean, uh, I'm trying to think. Okay, here's here's a really easy one. Would you have rather go? Would you rather go see Puss in Boots, which I think is the latest DreamWorks movie? Actually, it is. Or would you see A Strange World by Disney? Oh, I'm going to see Puss in Boots because I don't even know what Strange World is. I was going to say, I don't know what Strange World is. So, it's a movie that, like, from what I can tell, they must have figured out really quickly, like, hey, this movie is not going to be very successful because they didn't promote it at all. They didn't advertise it. And then it was in theaters for, like, about a month and it got pulled and put on Disney+. Plus. But it had a really good cast, like um, Jake Gyllenhaal, Dennis Quaid. I think I know what you're talking about now. I don't know, dude. I saw it and it looked really ugly. And I mean, I couldn't get behind it. Yeah. I see. I'm so I'm so out of touch now. I've lost my my magic with the movies. Because you've had to repeat lines for a silly Missouri stage show. Yeah, I have. I have repeated many. Does times. that take a toll on you? No, it did. It was very taxing in my brain because it would. I was a swing, so like I had my normal job, mm-hmm. and then. They call you in for a show, and it's like an hour and a half show, and they're like, "Hey, you have 20 minutes to learn this whole role. Have fun." That's like, not they're even. Like, they're like, learn all the dances, learn everything. Here's a video on an iPad. That's not even enough time to character act, man. No, no like... you can't. Like, and sometimes it would be things you had done before. Other times it would be like dancer ensemble tracks, like stupid stuff like that. But just, just the dumbest shit that you can probably yeah, think of. Yeah, no, it was just hard to like. So I didn't do anything. I barely watched movies. I didn't like read. I was just like audition and do that. Do so, that. is there any movies like you're waiting for, or like you're excited? I need to catch up. I need to watch. I need to watch the Fablemans. I need to watch Puss in Boots. That wasn't on the top of my list. But I Dude, need to it watch need, it. you really now should. You really should. I need to watch. Well, not only that, but it's so crazy how like nowadays, like these newer movies coming out, like when they cite what is some of their like biggest inspirations, they name like the the Into the Spider Verse movie. Yeah, I've heard a lot of comparisons. No, dude, I will say, like, they, like, like I said, like, the first, those Shrek movies were big on making, like, the humans look like human, not Lord Farquaad, but you know what I'm saying. But, like, in the new one, man, he moves around like an anime character, and, like, what can you expect when you're, like, literally, when they're like, oh, yeah, we're we're gonna influence our movie by, like, Spider-Verse and Akira, of all things. And it's just gonna be more fun. It's fun to watch movies like that. Yeah, have you ever seen Akira? Yes. Okay. Good time. Allison has definitely never seen Akira. I've never even heard of it. It's okay. It's an anime, honey. I, I know you want oh, it like okay. that. Yeah, not my thing. No, Akira is an anime from the 80s that, like, a lot of people, like, basically are like, oh, yeah, like, I was super influenced by Akira. Like, you will literally hear that from so many people. But it's also because Akira is just a very influential, like, mindfuck type movie. Mm-hmm. Not like Ralph Bashki level mind no, fuck. No. Not, not not like literally not, fucking your mind. <laughs> not like, hey, we got this cat that's gonna do some drugs for about an hour and thirty minutes, but more or less like, oh dude, we have this really cool bike gang and one of them gets psychic powers and really it's commentary on why children shouldn't have psychic abilities and go on rampages. Fuck Matilda, dude. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen the new Matilda movie? No, I've seen that show, like, the, the musical on stage. I've seen, I've just seen, I want to watch it, but like that's a movie where I'm going to have to sit down on a rainy day and commit to it. It is not very high on my radar. No. I will say, I watched that stupid hallway scene 
the one where they're yeah. like singing and dancing. The choreography is pretty sick, dude. Yeah, the red beret girl. <laughs> but did you? No, dude. And then someone climbs up on a locker and does a side flip off of I it. Know, I was dude. like, these are children. Well, that kid did not land on her feet. She ate. Funny, <laughs> fun little fun fact. So the original Broadway cast of that you've seen Hereditary, right? Yeah. So there's a girl whose head gets knocked off. She was one of the Matildas. They had four Matildas, and they would just switch off in the show because child labor laws. Mm-hmm. And Matildas on stage the whole time. So like they would do one would do one show, one would do another, and they would just kind of filter in because it's a eight show a week process. So they would do like two a week, and she was one of them. And they all they all won a Tony, like a special one. But I just can't imagine like the girl from Hereditary just. Dude, I don't need. Uh, I hate to say it, but like I'm also just really not that interested because everyone's British in it. Matilda yeah. is America. We do not need to outsource Matilda. <laughs> to... Roll doll, he's so British. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I don't care about the original book. I care about Danny, Danny DeVito. <laughs> he is iconic, and I refuse to watch any movie that doesn't. Like, I have Danny DeVito. I do. I always circle back to Danny DeVito whenever I'm. Dude, I'm just saying they they could have brought him back to be the narrator. They could have brought him back, and they simply didn't. And that's why it is only like number ten on like movies I need to sit down and watch it's soon. It's not high up on mine either. But that choreography. It does, looks sick. The I'm side. Sure, I've heard it's pretty good. Dude, the side flip. I can only imagine that kid had to have like a suit, like a good layer of matting underneath. I feel like that was a green screen kids, moment. Those like Broadway dancer kids are crazy. I mean, that's what Tom Holland was. Yeah, he. he been, like, yeah, he did. Um, he did. Elliot. Yeah, the the musical about like the kid who wants to be a dancer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, those kids are crazy. That's like everyone from Reinhardt University. They're, I'm going to make it one day, father. <laughs> and unlike Billy Elliot, like the dads are super supportive. And they're like, all right, well, maybe you should uh, get a minor in math. And they're like, nope, Hollywood's for me. Yeah, I should have had a different major <laughs> too. <laughs> yeah, because I'm doing so good over here with my uh, graphic design major. Woo! Speaking of Netflix, man, um, how about the fact that like they're cutting all their shows after one season? Have you been seeing that lately? So they just canceled Inside Job, which I don't know if you watched. I but didn't watch it. But. So it's easily, I would have to say, my favorite Netflix show. But like they don't, even, I don't even understand how they deem what to cancel and what not to. A great example is we've talked about the live-action Cowboy Bebop adaption. Mm-hmm. It wasn't that great. I didn't think it was absolutely terrible. I mean, they made some very interesting calls. Yeah. Definitely, like, making 26-year-old Spike, like, 40-year-old John Cho was an interesting choice but like overall i was curious to see where it was gonna go and it was like the number one show for i think a month and then that got canceled um 1883 just recently got canceled uh, the bastard son just got canceled all these shows that you know uh, warrior nun just got canceled all these shows that like were supposed to be like shows that lasted for i think at least like half a minute i know cowboy bebop i think should have at least been two seasons get canceled and i feel like that's just a problem with streaming nowadays is i feel like streaming originally like that was so big if, if a show was a streaming service because it's yeah. like dude more money more time put into it you have enough time to like really make sure your show is good and then fucking iron fist came along from netflix and it just flipped everything on its stupid head. And now it's like 
I'm. It used to be almost all the streaming shows. Fuck you, Iron like, Fist. I fucking hate you. You don't fucking make sense. They put all their eggs in one basket, is what they do. They're like, we don't have to spend a lot of time or effort, and the shows a lot of times end up being like subpar quality, and then they they're able to cancel whatever they want. But it's weird because it's like you like look at Stranger Things. Like I want you to like go back to 2016. I'm pretty sure that was the first year it started. And think about this. Stranger Things gets announced and it comes out and I don't, it was never on anyone's radar. And then boom, it's a sleeper hit. And that is like Netflix's biggest show. So then they like announce that they're going to do, I'm, I'm just sticking with Cowboy Bebop right now because that's the most I know. But Cowboy Bebop is easily the most influential anime from the 90s. Like just how I was talking about Akira being fucking huge. Like a lot of people also say Cowboy Bebop influenced them. So they announced they're going to do this huge adaption. They get a great studio uh, to do the CGI. I'll say that is probably one of the pluses of the Netflix Cowboy Bebop. And then they cancel it after one season. But they just recently announced um, that they're like, okay, so Stranger Things is our biggest show. And they're coming out with a a live action adaption of One Piece, which they're saying like that is going to be like their next big, that's going to be their next sleeper hit. And that worries me being someone who grew up on that show and I really loved it as a kid and I still like partake in like checking up on that manga and like anime every once in a while. But like, I'm just worried we're going to get another dog shit cowboy bebop adaption and it's going to suck. Yes. Oh my God. Okay, good. (laughs) Chase, Chase has entered the chat. Who thought it was a good idea to make that stupid ass death note? The only good part of Willem Dafoe. I'm going to... Dude, okay, so I've... Yeah, he's great, but like things no. things that piss me off is you don't even see Ryuk's face no. for like the whole fucking movie. He comes in at one moment at the end, and it's like, oh my god, you it, took and li- he looks sick. Dude. He he does look sick. He looks sick in that movie. And they, uh, the Duffer Brothers, actually just announced that they acquired the rights to do a Death Note live action show. That also scares me. That okay, so that terrifies me because I don't want the Duffer Brothers to be like the freaking um. Oh my god, who did Avengers Endgame? Um, oh my god. Different brothers. Different brothers. The Russo brothers. Russo brothers. Because I'll say this. They did great with all their Marvel movies. They're like... And in- Cherry. <laughs> I was about to be like, have you seen Cherry? I didn't finish Cherry was bad. Cherry wasn't good. Uh, 21 Bridges with Chavwick Boseman were, was interesting. I liked it enough. Like, it looked cool. But it's also like, I feel like when you do... I mean, they directed, like, the biggest Marvel movies, Captain America Civil War and then the two biggest Avengers movies. I feel like, even as a director, they're getting typecasted. So, like, the Duffer Brothers, who brought back a vintage, like, the vintage 80s, like, horror style, is doing Death Note. So, are they going to, like, faithfully adapt Death Note? Or is Netflix going to kind of be up their ass and be like, oh, you know what you guys should do? Twiddle twiddle a little bit of Stranger Things magic in here. Oh, <laughs> they're there. like, oh, you want to know what would be super cool? Um, we know that, uh, you know, Light Yagami should be Japanese this time, but let- Finn <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe it's Finn Wolfhard. Maybe it's a little white boy. <laughs> just, just think on it. We know L is also supposed to be, you know, Japanese, but maybe, maybe we sprinkle all. <laughs> maybe, uh, Maybe we uh, cast uh, cast that little Duncan kid as him. Dustin. 
I, I will say I saw a bunch of his I saw clips of him in Dear Evan Hansen. Yeah. And I will say, kid has a voice. He's been not. He's been like. He's in another. He's in Sweeney Todd. No, dude. He. Broadway soon. Oh, dude, that's sick. I mean, I know that he was a big child singer. Yeah. He yeah. went on uh, Michael Rosenbaum's Inside of Me podcast, and mm-hmm. I listened to him. And I mean, Dustin is my favorite character from Stranger Things, so I re- I really enjoyed getting to hear about yeah. Gaddon's life. All those- Kids, uh, Caleb McLaughlin and uh, what's their name? Sadie Sink. They were all on Broadway at the same time. Oh, dude! Yeah, they all started there. They all were, like little singer kids. I want a movie about like kids on Broadway and they just also fucking hate each other. They're like, like dude, they, I bet they do. I mean, I bet there is a, I bet there's a solid probably sc- assholes. Because imagine making like four thousand a week as like a little kid, and you're just like, well, so I wonder. Um, so not a flex or anything, but. We grew up being really close friends with uh, Chandler Riggs. More my brother and I just hung out when he they were at the house. And I remember he couldn't get any of that Walking Dead money until I think he was 18. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure they put it's it up. It's about the same. Can the parents access that? Or? Not usually. I think because of Gary Coleman from mm-hmm. Different Strokes, his parents spent all his money and then he was broke as fuck whenever that show was over. I think there's like laws in place now. What you talk about, Willis? Yeah. So uh, I'm going to segue into our next topic just because this is something that happened to me this week and it it really pissed me off. Um, Bad adaptions. And you know what? I'm going to actually let this be a segue from like Cowboy Bebop, which is a universally bad adaption. Allison's sitting over here like I have never heard of Cowboy Bebop. Well, you ever heard of Dragon Ball Evolution? The King of Bad Adaptions, which adapted Dragon Ball. And they were also like, hey, you know this little Japanese boy? Well, let's make him white. I'm sorry, but I'm going to I'm gonna say it. There is a worse adaption out there than Dragon Ball Evolution. And it's actually on IMBD. Oh, God. And it is The Velma Show. I haven't seen it yet. I'm it's it's so, dude, it is so bad. It is so terrible. I, I don't know what they were thinking. I don't know why they thought it was a good idea. I don't know why HBO Max is trying to shit on my childhood. The funniest thing is people are like, oh, now people give a shit about Scooby-Doo? It's like, what do you mean? We're, we're f- always gave a shit yeah. about Scooby-Doo. What do you mean? We are Americans. You you hold a picture of Jesus or a picture up to Scooby-Doo in Scooby-Doo front of a child. They're going to know who that is. Statue, dude. I'm just saying... I watched it and it's so weird. I'm going to I'm going to tell you the plot real quick. It's about Velma. Well, duh. And basically her mom is missing. And Velma used to solve mysteries as a kid, but now that her mom's gone and it's kind of her fault, she can never solve a mystery again cuz she gets PTSD of like monster hands grabbing her from wherever. I'm not making this up. <laughs> and to make it worse, bro, Shaggy, who they call Norville, has a crush on her. Ew, gross. Daphne's a popular girl who sells drugs. I'm still not making this up. And Daphne Fre- sells drugs. <laughs> I'm not making this up. And Fred's a narcissist who is a baby, That's pretty fair. much. He that doesn't. Make no, dude. There's a, there's like a point where he didn't like. There's only for, there's only two episodes that have come out so far, and like the biggest thing to come out of this is that Fred doesn't want anyone to know that he has a tiny penis. I'm not making this up, and that he doesn't know how to like cut steak. So he's like constantly like saying to his mom, "Cutties, like cut, 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 cut this." Like what, I don't. Is it like TV fourteen? Like... No, no, like it's TVMA. Like oh, it... what? I thought yeah, it was dude. G or something. I no, thought it was like a kid but show. you want to know? Like the thing that makes me so mad about this adaption is like the voice, like 
Sam Richardson is supposed to be Shaggy, who, you know, like Dennis from freaking Always Sunny in Philadelphia is Fred. Um, Constance Wu is Daphne. Like, it's like a, a stacked cast. Yeah, yeah. Sta- and then Mindy Kaley, who I thought I could trust her. But I guess not, because I don't think she's ever sit down and watch Scooby-Doo once in her life. And I, apparently, so I saw a preview from an upcoming episode. And apparently at one point, so Shaggy, like this is literally described in like the show's synopsis, is that Shaggy worries he's a beta male, Norville. They call him Norville. They don't call him Shaggy in the show. They call him Norville, which I hate. But Norville worries that he's a beta male and will never gain Velma's attraction. And so there's a point where I guess he goes on a date with a girl and her name is Scooby with an I and I I would love to sit down in this writer's room when someone was like hey you know what would be really cool what if we had Shaggy Shag Scooby but she was a girl and they're like oh dude well that's weird because he's a dog no 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 we're gonna change his name from Scooby with a Y to Scooby with an I and they're like oh dude well that's fine like yeah yeah God, that sounds miserable. I'm gonna watch it. <laughs> I, I need to. Now. So so terrible. You have to. I just there are ways to do an adult Scooby Doo thing. Like, dude, I remember as a kid watching like Zombie Island, where oh, the yeah. where the whole plot of the movie is that like there are actual zombies mm. and like the main villains are these fucking werewolf cat women who want to sacrifice the Scooby Gang so they can have immortal life. I'm not making this up, Allison. I know you've never watched these movies. Or how about <laughs> Witch's Ghost, where like the bad guy is Tim Curry and like he gains a book and he's like, I'm gonna let my witch god like grandmother released and she like uh, brings him to hell with him or something. Yeah. There's also that Mystery Inc. Scooby Doo show, which I've I haven't watched that oh, since it came out. But that show was dark. I remember so I remember people died in that show. Yeah. And this is a this is a Cartoon Network animated TV show. And that that's a good way to do like there is already a really good adult version, basically making fun of Hanna Barbera cartoons while also like dealing with like adult topics and stuff. And it's called Venture Brothers. It's really good. If you haven't watched Venture Brothers, you should check it out. It's like one of adult used to be one of adult swim, like staple shows before all their marketing was like, dude, we need more seasons of Rick and Morty. Oh God. (laughs) This is when like, no, but like legitimately that's when like they were, when adult swim first started, all they did was parodies of their show, like space ghost coast to coast, Harvey Birdman, sea lab, 2021, the Brock show. Super Jail. Yeah, well, no. Super, Super Jail. Jail's a different, a different Super Jail different is life. when they were like, okay, we need to just That's be weird. That's when they weird. started going off the rails. HBO. <laughs> Turner Broadcasting. Why did you do this to me? I still think I'm going to give it a watch because I'm, I'm really curious. You really shouldn't, man. There are better shows on HBO Max. Just go watch House of Dragons. Dude, I've never watched Game of Thrones. What? Are you serious? I'm legit. legit. I've Why never not? Game of Thrones. I, I don't know. I got up late to it. I watched the first season. I'm just Were you not down with the incest? Because I promise it tones no, down after. It's cool with me, but like. <laughs> it's cool. Sorry, not cool with me. I take that back. Um, I just started watching Breaking Bad, too. For the first time. I've been. Yeah, have you never seen Breaking Bad? No. Never seen it. So you've never seen Better Call Saul either? No, I've never seen Better Call what? Saul. What? This is kind of blowing my mind because I, I, I really feel like we have always watched the same amount of shit. But you... Not like I haven't watched a lot of TV shows. I've watched a lot of movies, but I haven't watched a lot of shows. That is so interesting, man, because I really would have pegged you for seeing Breaking Bad. Allison's seen Breaking Bad. No. 
Okay, that doesn't surprise me. Well, <laughs> the same four shows on repeat. I think what? Anna okay. had the same reaction. She was like, I really want to rewatch Breaking Bad because she wanted to start watching Better Call Saul. And I was like, I was like, oh, well, cool, I'll watch it with you. She's so, like, yeah, you've seen it. I'm but like, the wow. beauty is, so here's the beauty about Better Call Saul is that you can actually watch Better Call Saul before Breaking Bad because it's a prequel. Yeah. But it's more rewarding to watch Breaking Bad all the way through and then watch Better Call Saul. Mm-hmm. I'm rewatching Twin Peaks right now. That just so I can watch Firewalk with me. Again. Oh, why? Ew, man, that's gross. I like Firewalk with me. <laughs> oh my god, when they zoom in on that guy's face, <laughs> David Lynch knew what he was doing. Dude, him? <laughs> Dude, okay, but here is the David Bowie scene. Was did David Bowie die before the reunion? Mm-hmm. And they just made him like the big boiler thing yeah. oh my god dude if you ask me what the plot is like to the return of twin peaks series i can't tell you I like need to, that needs to be an episode we do oh my That'd god have to be a damn series that that, that would have to be like a three-part series man i don't even know if i can so i watched twin peaks all the way through and then i watched the return season which i was lucky enough you know that i wasn't born in the 90s and didn't have yeah. to wait 20 years but I will say the return series is so interesting because every time I thought it was going to do something I did, it, I wanted, it never did. Mm-hmm. And there was a guy with a glove and I, <laughs> and glove. dude, David Lynch is something else. He, my favorite thing about David Lynch is the fact that he was an extra on the Cleveland mm-hmm. show where he owned a bar. Yes. He's in the Fablemans, isn't he? I, I didn't see it, oh, man. I thought you said you... No, I said I want. No, I want to see it. Yeah. Wait, Allison, yeah. let me let me circle back to you. You say you watch the same four movies over and over again. Shows. shows. What are the four shows? And can I take a guess? Yeah, go for it. Is one Gilmore Girls? I've never seen it. I okay. Started watching that. I I really uh yeah, I'm trying I'm trying to think what would Allison's four shows be? <laughs> Is one Friends? Yeah. Okay. Is one How I Met Your Mother? Never seen it. <laughs> oh, dude, that's like when you're like, dude, yeah, I'm a fair fan of like Jesse Eisenberg, and you're like, oh, so you must like Michael Sarah, and you're like, who? Who is Michael Sarah? That's that's Friends and How I Met Your Mother. Um, okay, what are the other three shows? New Girls. Oh, how did I not nest yeah, New you. Girls? <laughs> uh, and what are the other two? Right now, I'm rewatching. Uh, what is it? Gossip Girl. Oh. There's a new one out, isn't there? My, yeah, I'm not gonna watch that. My one. parents are watching the <laughs> new one. I I went in. I didn't know if that's what it was. My parents were watching something, and I was like, "What is this?" They're like, "Oh, it's Gossip Girl." I'm like, "It looks new." Like, it's new. It's new, like, Gossip cool. Girl. It's new Gossip Girl. Oh my god! Well, they're they're doing that with Pretty Little Liars too. Yeah. Are you what's and what's your final show you watch? I did start rewatching Pretty Little Liars, but I don't love it. Okay. So Stop that one. I don't know. I like Parks and Rec or like. The Office, if I don't want to watch. I don't watch them. I just, like, kind of have... Oh, so you her. own Peacock? Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry, Allison. I'm sorry. I said no, sorry. No, I don't watch that one anymore, so I own Peacock. Why didn't you... Uh, so, not, no Game of Thrones for you? No House of Dragons? No Matt Smith? I don't like watching people get murdered. Or having sex with their sisters? Or that one. Yeah, that'll do it, But too. that is so... Dude, I, I... So, I haven't sat down watched house of dragon jet i'm about to i saw the first episode and i liked it but i was like eh, i'll let this play out mm-hmm. but I, it was so hard for me because i love matt smith okay i'm a big doctor who guy like matt smith was my doctor i liked him and then he did uh he left that show and he did last night in soho mm-hmm. which was a good movie and then he betrayed me and he did morbius, morbius. <laughs> Sick in that. 
You know, like a fan, like a fan recently, I guess at a com was like, he looked at him and he goes, you know, it's Morbin time. And like in front of a crowd, he goes, what? And he's like, you know, from Morbius. And he goes, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> and I respected that. I feel like he never watched the movie. Dude, I, that, that's definitely like one of those things where like he got a paycheck and he dipped. Like there was no love. There was no like, gosh, I want to. It's not like, um. No, dude. Who, who's the guy from Fast and Furious who was in Morbius? He played a cop for two seconds and didn't have anything to offer to the movie. Michael, Mike, Michael. Michael Pena? No. No. no you, he that, always played a cop, though. <laughs> the dude played so many cops. I don't know who that guy. Oh, my gosh. I'm a bad I'm a bad podcaster for not knowing that. Anyway, I'm just going to go jump in the Doctor Who. If you ever watched Doctor Who? You never watched Doctor Who. I've told Allison to watch Doctor Who. No, but like that's why, that was a big reason why... I was drawn to House of Dragons and I took a break because I was like, man, I need to watch House of Dragons. But I also want to go back and watch Doctor Who, which is awesome. If you haven't watched Doctor Who, it is easily one of my favorite TV shows at the moment. Um, It's about a guy, an alien who is a time lord. So he's been around for a while. And anytime they need to recast him, they just replace him with a different actor because he does a regeneration, which changes his face, his like his whole, you know, his whole appearance changes and his personality changes which which so fun about that is like back when the original show started um notoriously the sixth doctor was not well liked and no one really thought like he was that fun to watch and so they're like oh dude you suck well we don't have to honor this contract we're just gonna get rid of you and say your character has to regenerate I've heard I've heard really good things about it. How long has that been going on? For well, um, so the original well the original show started in the sixties. Like it mm-hmm. started, um, oh god, I don't know the original year. I want to say like maybe nineteen sixty two or sixty six, and um, it lasted up till seven doctors. They did a TV movie with an eighth doctor, and then it got brought back in two thousand five with christopher eccleson as the ninth doctor mm-hmm. and famously he stuck around he did it first season and then halfway through he just really didn't get it and i guess him and the bbc weren't agreeing on stuff so he's like okay well i'm out and they were like okay well fuck we need to recast him and then they literally brought in the godsend himself they brought in david tennant oh yeah so and i mean you have to know who david tennant yeah, I mean, da- like the, the David about- Tennant is huge, bro, and like Doctor Who, like that is that's yeah. where it all started for him. Was the, he- the thing about all the the doctors? Like I've never watched it, but they're all like big British Shakespearean actors. Yeah, dude. Like, uh, like I think well, David Tennant was on Casanova before yeah. he did Doctor Who, which I'm I'm saying that like I know what Casanova is, he's but a crazy good Hamlet. I know that about David Tennant. Is he? Yeah, all of his stuff on the National Theater, it's all online. He's good as fuck. Yeah, I know he does a lot of those. Br- I know he does a lot of shows as yeah. well. He, oh my god, there's a show he did. Um, I think it's called Broadchurch, and that's like a famous. That's a really popular show in BBC where he played a detective who was solving a young boy's murder. Oh yeah, and he was actually so popular when they adapted it in the states and they renamed it grace point they were like okay we're recasting everybody but we want you dave like you come with us and he played the 10th doctor and i grew like i said i grew up on matt smith like matt smith was my first doctor when i really tried to watch it as a kid like that's who i like that's who was the doctor at the time so that's who i pay attention to 
But David Tennant, man, he is he is the GOAT. Like, he is absolutely regarded as one of the best doctors since the fourth doctor. I'm, I'm going to change the topic from Doctor Who in a second. I do need to do an episode on Doctor Who, just solely Doctor Who. Maybe when Allison finally starts watching it. Yeah. I've pitched it to you, like, three times. Yeah. None of my friends want to watch it, man. Like, it's... Sorry. I feel like it's one of those things. I want to watch it. It's in... I feel like when people grow up on it... I, I think it's like... It. Well, but that's the thing, is I think it's just really intimidating, because, like I said, I watched Matt Smith, and I watched a little bit of David Tennant as the Tent Doctor, but it was one of those where it's like, okay, well... Matt Smith is ending, and I don't really want to watch the next Doctor, and I've only seen a couple episodes of the other guy, so yeah. I'm done. It wasn't until, like, this year that I sat down and I really started watching it, and I'm like, oh my god, this is so Shakespearean. All the all the Doctors are their own person, and when they die, they know that they'll never be that same person, yeah. but they'll still be around. How terrible is that? Oh, dude. But then, um, real quick, I do, I do want to say that the 12th Doctor is Peter Compaldi. Do you know who that is? Mm-mm. Well, he's a really good Doctor Who. <laughs> I don't know. He's big. He's big in the British world. Let me, let me I don't know what else. I don't know what else he has done. But he, um, famously, like you know, the after at two thousand five, they started having the Doctors younger, and then he came in and he played an older Doctor. And his first season wasn't that great. I'll be the I'll be the first to say. But his second season as the Doctor, oh god. Yes, he yes. was in Paddington. Yes. Okay, I know. He was, I think he was the chef or something. Yeah, very recognizable face. Ah, oh, man. Basically, uh, this segue was all about Doctor Who. I like Doctor Who a lot now. You, you should watch Doctor Who. All right. We're going to come to the closing part of a casual corner where I just kind of read some movie titles. I want you to give me your opinions on them real quick. And this would this would be really fun because I know for a fact you guys have not seen these movies. Oh, sick! <laughs> <laughs> oh god, I need like a I need like an announcement at the end of these podcasts. Like I said, guys, casual corners are just as casual as it gets. It's just friends sitting in a room where we talk about random topics. Probably the most Twitter thing you'd ever see. I miss Sean. Okay, moving on. Um, okay, so you didn't see Avatar two yet. No, why why is that why do you is that? do you have problems against james cameron and titanic i feel like you're Not a guy dude i feel like you can't forgive james cameron for letting jack die there was enough room on that there was enough room no i want to see that really bad i wanted to go see it in imax and i, I don't want to go i want to go like i don't want to watch it at home so I need to go see Dude, it. I'll say this. You see it in the movie theater, and you have to see it with 3D glasses on. I know I know that sounds weird, but believe it or not, my dad, who I think famously does not like 3D movies, what, what is so funny, Allison? I'm pulling a knot out of my foot, and Allison is, like, making eye contact with it. Can you? You're just holding your toes. Yeah, I'm cracking my toe, bro. Allison is laughing so hard she's red at the moment. Where are you going? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not cutting this from the podcast. No, but like my dad, who famously um, really doesn't like 3D movies, insisted that we see it in 3D. And that changed my... Oh my god, can you grow up a little bit? <laughs> okay, sorry. Um, also, movie theaters right now is Megan, which apparently Megan is doing really good at the box office. But I'm not surprised since they actually took the time to advertise their movie a bit. Yeah, that had some sick advertising. I need to see that too. I heard it's hilarious. Well, the funniest thing about that movie is like, obviously, 
you know, it it looks and feels a lot like a Chucky movie. Mm-hmm. And, like, even the Chucky Twitter account was like, dude, is this plagiarism? Are you just copying me? But it, like, it's a lot more tongue-in-cheek up there. So you've seen it. No, I haven't. haven't No, I want to, though. Maybe we should see that this week. I'm down, dude. I'm really down. I know Allison won't go see it because it doesn't end with rainbows. And can you stop laughing? (laughs) Oh, my God. Speaking of just really stupid, funny things, there's a movie called Plane Out. Did you see that? No, I haven't. Exactly, dude. I just found out about this movie the other day. No, it's about... um, about these people and they get on a plane with a convict and then it crashes and they they land in like the jungle and they're kidnapped by terrorists and it's up to the uh, (laughs) i'm not making this up it's up to the captain and the convict to like save everybody and they were like sitting in a they were sitting in a room and they were apparently like yeah like dude the best thing to name this movie is plane after the plane i'm really getting sick of movie titles dude Plane. Well, dude, I mean, it's like it's like that Michael Bay movie, Ambulance, or that <laughs> Channing Tatum movie that came out, Dog. Like, oh just God. please name your movies something better. I'm begging you. Man. Man. Woman. I will say, like, in terms of, like, things I actively, like, uh, like, in terms of, like, just things I really enjoyed in the movie theater, I went and saw Glass Onion before it premiered on Netflix all the way back in um, November. I started weird right before I left. I was wa- I watched, like, the first hour, ten minutes of that with my family. I did see that one. Okay, you did? Yeah, yeah. I didn't finish oh, it. Oh, well, great. Was, well, now I can't talk about it. because No, I don't no, want to. I, I don't yeah. want to. You do. No. You actually should like, sit down and finish Glass Onion. I was Glass watching Onion. it with them, and then they paused it. And mm-hmm. then I was like, we literally had time enough to watch it before I came here. And they were like, no, nah, we're going to finish it tomorrow. And I was like, I hate when they do. They, my yeah, parents will yeah. do that with movies. They'll like start it. it. Like, oh, we got to watch it. That's tomorrow. psychotic. All right. And finally, uh, I want to talk about this movie because Chase let me know that he had watched it. And Allison actually texted me a little bit about it. And I want this to be the final <laughs> conversation on, of uh, this movie or of this uh, casual corner is the menu. <laughs> I've only seen it through TikTok. Um, oh like, videos no! Like, so, like, I think I I could guess the plot. But so I don't. no, no, you actually no. can't because I'm pretty I sure every. Pl- I thought it was gonna be about cannibals. Dude, that is what everyone's no, saying. About, isn't he like upset because he doesn't love cooking anymore? So then he brings all these people who like helped during his career, but then he lets the girl go because like she asked him for a hamburger. I mean, kind of. You, I mean, if I had to like rank that answer, I would give you a solid. Seven. Okay, I'll it's take really it. close. Like the the through line is there, but uh, like I would say it is more compelling. Like watching the movie go and like all his reasonings for everybody. It goes from like people owing money to like people actually being scumbags to some guy actually just being an actor. Yeah, an actor, an actor who is in a bad movie and he's like, you know, as a chef, I only get one day off a week and I, I chose to see your movie and it made me really mad. And, um, yeah, that's why you have to die. He was a scumbag too, though. Like he was kind of a, he was kind of a prick. Was he? He was a little bit. Of, I didn't I feel like, like John Lee Guizamos. He wasn't as. But remember, he was like lying. Yeah, I'm personal friends with the chef, but I'm like, he just trying to like impress. He dude. wasn't as big of a scumbag as like the finance dudes or anybody. Well, no, they were the biggest scumbags, and then the guy who was cheating on his wife. But and like, wanted to make Anya Taylor Joy. Like, 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, and then I mean, there's Nicholas Holt. Like that was yeah. that was the surprise for me was that moment in the movie like that was my eyes getting wide and i was like what he was cooking and everything yeah dude but it make it makes sense i'm not gonna we're i'm not gonna spoil the whole movie i don't especially not that nicholas uh holt scene because that oh my gosh it's... that is literally one of my like that was my favorite part of the movie was that interaction the final interaction he has with the chef in that movie allison won't watch it because it's scary it's also like a beautiful yeah. looking the food looks so good did that not make you? I watched that at two a.m. in the morning, and I finished at four, and I think I like immediately got up out of bed and had to eat something. It's funny because like I I watch a lot of those chef shows and everything, mm-hmm. and it's just ripping off like all these like really famous fine dining restaurants dishes. It's like the last one with like the you know what I'm talking about yeah the big no. ending one. It's literally. Let me show you a picture of this. I know you guys can't see it. No video. Um, it's literally a ripoff of this dude, Grant Ackett's uh, dessert, and where they just throw shit on the table and everything. <laughs> Maybe if I can find a picture of the... Oh, It looks exactly the same. And that, I, that is so... I saw that, and I was like... That is really that is that's all... one of their whole restaurant. Like they just serve like rocks and stuff, and like find your food inside of it. And just... <laughs> Eat around the rock. If you chip your tooth, it's the part of the. Ex- got me. <laughs> bread, no bread, just just accoutrements. God, good times. Well, guys, that is our episode of Casual Corner today. Chase is back in town, so hopefully, we're going to be doing a lot more episodes, more on like. At least a two-week basis i'm hoping I'm maybe like monthly allison will always be here this is actually the most you've talked on an episode i know and i feel I, like i did pretty good yeah and i feel like you just need to be like more open i like talking i remember i texted allison before i started this episode <laughs> and no dude she right. dude she was like i like you expect me to talk about dreamwork stuff like i didn't do any research i'm like i was like i didn't do any research i just know that like in the first puss in boots movie they gave that cat a rack <laughs> dude they did i'm just i uh, did i'm just saying <laughs> what was dreamworks cooking <laughs> got some people in that studio man they got there. characters bro it's like i said it's edgy disney they can do a little more all right well for another great casual corner episode i'm jacob daniel i'm chase sumner i'm allison and sean where are thou <laughs> where are thou sean <laughs> Where are thou, Sean?